Hi. So today is Acts 8 about this famous encounter between Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. And the first question says, how did God prepare the Ethiopian eunuch to receive the gospel message from Philip? And I thought there's so many qualities in the Ethiopian eunuch that made him so open. He is the perfect seeker. I think we have a lot to learn from him. So one is that he was just coming back from corporate worship. In verse 27, it says he had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning. So he is a God-fearer, a non-Jew that is not quite a convert, but is a believer in God. And he was just coming back from worship. So I think that is an important point. There's something about corporate worship with other believers that opens up our hearts to God. Also, he was prepared uh, to receive the gospel by his desire to read God's word. You know, even though he didn't understand this passage in Isaiah where it talks about a person who was like a sheep that was led to the slaughter, he wrestled with it and it provided a perfect opportunity for Philip to use this passage to preach the gospel to him. Also, I think the Ethiopian eunuch was also very humble and open to guidance. Verse 31 says, and he said, how can I unless someone guides me in terms of understanding the scriptures? And I think this is unusual concerning who the eunuch was. He was a very important person as he was an official of uh, Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. And I think he, he could have easily have dismissed Philip, but God prepared him and in his humility. One thing about the Ethiopian eunuch is he's a man of action or he's a man of obedience. In verse 36, when he understood the gospel through Philip, immediately he said, see, here's water. What prevents me from being baptized? And so he just got baptized. Again, the Ethiopian eunuch is the perfect seeker. And I realized that all of these qualities are the qualities I need even as a Christian to be able to grow and deepen in my grasp of the gospel. And so the Ethiopian eunuch was really challenging for me. Okay, so thinking about Philip and what made him an effective evangelist. So in verse 26, when the angel says to Philip, rise and go, and in verse 27, he rose and went, he rises and he goes. And he doesn't have a lot of instruction, just go to this road, it's a desert road, but he goes there and when he gets there, he sees the chariot and the spirit leads Philip to go and join the chariot. So I think just Philip's willingness, his readiness, his availability to go wherever God was leading him to go, I think that was one big part of him being that evangelist. And then secondly, when he gets there and he hears the eunuch reading from Isaiah, he knows what he's reading, he can ask him about it. And then verse 35, Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. So not only was Philip able to, of course, preach the gospel and tell the eunuch the good news about Jesus. It says beginning with this scripture. So beginning with Isaiah 53 and like Joanna mentioned, that is the perfect passage to lead into talking about Jesus. But I'm just thinking about that phrase, beginning with this scripture, it's contextualized to where the eunuch is and Philip's able to guide him from what he knows and, and bring him all the way to the gospel. And I think that's an important quality for evangelism, just that we're able to meet people uh, where they're at and start from the beginning, Course 101, start from the existence of God, start from the human condition, and then leading them to different Bible passages or different concepts in Course 101 and being able to get to the good news about Jesus. I think an interesting thing about verse 35 also is that it says, Philip opened his mouth and that phrase is also used in a couple of chapters uh, later of Peter when Peter preaches to Cornelius' household. And of course, we know that this is 
this is a significant passage because Philip is going to a Gentile, the Ethiopian eunuch, and then Peter also when he preaches to uh, Cornelius, who's a centurion. So in these key passages in Acts where the gospel is being proclaimed to non-Jews, there's this phrase, and so I think that's just something to, to note. Yeah, I was thinking about verse 35 as well, just because this is who our second son is named after, Philip. And my prayer when he was born is that he would be a person who can open his mouth and the gospel, the good news, could come out and bless others. And I just thought, okay, what? when Philip opens his mouth now, what comes out? You know, a cry of injustice for his older brother oppressing him or complaints. And I thought, you know, it's not that much different from me. There are you know, different things that come out of my mouth that's not the good news about Jesus. It's complaints or, yeah, self-pity or I don't know, just all sorts of things. And so I thought this is something that we need to develop, you know, being able to open our mouth and be able to encourage others, to be able to speak truth and love, to build one another up, and then ultimately to be able to tell people of the good news about Jesus and lead people to salvation. So it's definitely an area of growth and that is very exciting that we could be uh, like Philip in this way. Yeah, so I think um, this passage is encouraging because it reminds us there are people out there who are ready uh, to hear the gospel and that God has prepared in whose hearts God has been working. I think we saw that through GCWR and just, uh, yeah, there's just incredible stories of people who just recently discovered our church and, and came and, and made uh, significant decisions and so just a reminder that yeah, there are people like this out there. I think one last thing about Philip, you know, he was available to go at the Spirit's leading. And I think, but also we see another side of this, you know, it's not just about sitting around and waiting for uh, God to tell us uh, to go, you know, reach out to that person. But you notice that it was just a lifestyle. It was just why Philip is called Philip the Evangelist. I mean, that was just what he was doing. He went down to Samaria. He was preaching the gospel earlier in, in this chapter. And then uh, verse 40, it says, so after this encounter with the eunuch, he is whisked away and he finds himself at this other city, Azotus. And then starting from there, he just goes up the coast, goes up to Caesarea. And as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns. So I think you see uh, both that combination of him being led by the spirit to a specific individual, as well as just going through, uh, preaching to all the towns, preaching to whoever will listen. And just that quality of an evangelist, I think is something that is so challenging. And I hope that we can really take steps to become like Philip and just being ready and as well as engaged in preaching the gospel wherever we go. Thank you.